0: Hello, my name's Rupert Christiansen, and Taken 3 reminded me very much of Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times and, of course, Jacques Titier's Monarch. <laughs> <laughs> I've laid an egg. In, In 1979, 1979 Stephen Seagal, Carl, Carl Weathers, Jean-Claude Van Jeff James Speakman, speak- James, James Hong. Gary Daniels and Michael Dudikoff went on a sacred quest to carry the golden seed from a mythical, super-strong Tibetan warrior to Los Angeles, California, where it was implanted into Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeo, the only two women at the time with the wounds strong enough to bring the epic babies to term. When the two children were born, they were accidentally separated. One at a Kung Fu tournament featuring Al León, and the other when a nearby ammunitions factory exploded. 32 years later, thanks to modern technology, they have found each other again, and every week they are making podcast history. They are Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid. This podcast, people, explodes.
1: Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. It is our review of action movies in 2014.
0: 2014. I am Dr. Action, and he is... The Kick-Ass Kid! Hello, yes, and welcome to our 2014 Down. It's where we go through all the action... Movies that were released in the year of 2014. Some may say the year of the Lord. I don't. Doc, how have you been?
1: (laughs) I've been very well. How have you been? How was your Christmas?
0: Oh, it was Christmassy. Uh, You can hear how I was uh, over on the Aftermovie Diner's New Year's Eve special episode, which I have to say... Spanking a jolly good, funny time, and if you like the irreverent, uh, crass sense of humour that we have here on Doctor Action, you'll definitely enjoy that over there. Um, but no, I, I had a lovely Christmas. <sighs> it was very good. I enjoyed myself immensely. I released an album. You may know him as John Cross from the podcast from the After Movie Diner. Or you may not know him at all. But now you can know him as Miscellaneous Plumbing Fixtures with the release of his new album, Catch Up or Don't, See If I Care. Available now on Bandcamp, iTunes, Amazon, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever music is found. A full 16 new folk, blues, and rock tracks from this bearded singer-songwriter. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and at aftermoviediner.com. For links to the album and to learn more, go to miscplumbingfixtures.blogspot.com or miscplumbingfixtures.bandcamp.com.
1: Very good. I didn't release an album.
0: What did you do? So how were the children? How was your lovely wife? Did you have a massive tree? We did have a massive tree. We had a great Christmas after uh, uh,
1: up and down 2014, we had a Bloody good Christmas. It was really good. I enjoyed it.
0: Good, sir. Good. Um, I think 2014, and, and forgive me if I'm wrong here, sir, but I think 2014 was so shit because there were so few Jason Statham films in the cinema. What do you say? I'd
1: say, well, there was one. There was one Jason Statham in there. Uh, what's it? And it was like a diluted. Diluted Jason Statham. It was a Jason Statham light film, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Which we'll get we... onto that. The Expendables 3. Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you have Jason Statham in a movie and don't just have him in every scene. I don't know how you do that.
1: I don't know, especially when he nearly died making
0: it. Yeah, right. You owe him yeah. Stallone. Uh, let us down. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that because we're going to go month by month by month. But what have you been watching recently, sir? Have you been watching any action films?
1: Action films just recently. Let me have a look. I have watched 22 Jump Street. Bit of action in that.
0: I look through a keyhole at someone's tartars. Yes,
1: they're nice. <laughs> um the Prince
0: with Jason Patrick, Bruce Willis, John Cusack. Oh, yeah, how was that, sir? That no, went bad. That wasn't bad at all. Because I've seen that on the shelves of my local Best Buy. Um, and as you know, I have a Best Buy card.
1: Oh, I have a Best Buy card. So <laughs> take this off your hands. Um, uh, what would I su- I'd suggest? I wasn't going to
0: buy it. I was going to wait and see if it came on uh, uh, Netflix.
1: Yeah, probably... Probably might be best to do anything. it. It is good. It is good. But uh, I don't know if you'll sort of, like, re-watch it a lot. But it is not It's not a bad film at all. It's not a bad action film at all. Uh, what's
0: wrong with John Kuzak's hair? I don't know. It's weird, isn't
1: it? It's. It looks like he's going to the same hairdresser as Seagal. It looks... Uh, it's definitely dyed black.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no. I mean, because he's he's what is he? Eighty two years old now. Eighty four,
1: I believe. Eighty four. Yeah, he made uh, say anything. Nineteen
0: thirty seven. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Before he went off to World War Two, um, it was it was a good film, and I also watched He Who Dares. British, he Who Dares. A British action film.
0: Is that the one you sent me? The uh, who's who's in it again?
1: Oh, no, it's, it's a recent film. Oh. So it's it's all right. It's yeah? Okay. Yeah, it's very much a, a remake of The Raid. and but
0: uh, Oh, a British remake of The Raid? Kind of, yeah. yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's all right.
0: Okay. What does he do? F- go, in, go into an apartment building and fend off a bunch of security guards who are nonchalantly watching television while drinking smelly tea?
1: Yes, yeah. I hope mean, you've seen
0: it. Yeah, I have. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I watched a uh, British gangster film, We Still Kill the Hard Way. That's good. It's a bit like a shitty British... title, but yeah. It's like a it's like a uh, old gangster type expendables film. Oh really? Any yeah, any really. any names in it? Uh who's the guy who played the uh Saint in the eighties? Dunno. Uh Ian
0: Oh Ian Ogilvy?
1: Yep. Oh okay. Uh Alison Doody
0: from Yellow uh, I, I thought maybe you meant
1: me. No. I
0: played the saint back in the 60s. Yeah, if he was in it, it would have been a lot better. Um, I would have got everybody in the cast pregnant. I would have got Alison Doody and given her a duty.
1: A bloody good it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 a, it's not a bad fit. It's basically old gangsters killing chaps. <clears throat> so if you nice. like that sort of shit, you'll... You they uh, must enjoy it i i like the idea and the sound of it i oh. want to
0: know why they didn't call me for a part
1: and uh the guest as well watch
0: that yes uh, we're going to come to the guest because uh, it actually got its release i think in toronto in january um or one of those film festivals because the list yeah. we're going from is the first time the movie screened and i believe it first screened in january of 2014 so uh why don't we kick off there what was the guest like sir excellent i excellent.
1: haven't yet seen it
0: i have it I just haven't got around to seeing it, and I did contemplate watching it for this show, but then that would be doing work. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I don't, don't that. do that. Uh,
1: it's really good. Nice, really good, very good. You liked uh, you liked his last film, right? Uh, I liked your next. Yes, yes, it's nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's not horror. It's got some sort of horror elements, but it is uh, it's like an action thriller. It's good. It's, nice. It's a very good film. That's I have seen way, the
0: it. trailer and I, I can't wait. Uh, before we crack on with with January though, uh, I have seen um, since the new year. I've seen fifteen movies, believe it or not, um, and oh, some beat me. I've got six. Had action. Uh, I watched um, Invasion USA,
1: nice. the Chuck
0: Norris movie, um, which is like Chuck Norris's best movie. Despite Chuck Norris being in it, like Chuck Norris is always the worst thing in every film, always. Um, but Invasion USA is a good movie, like despite him being in it. I mean, we've got we've got to do that this year. Yeah, I mean, as I said, like imagine Invasion USA, exactly the same movie, but it's Kurt Russell. It mm. Instantly, instantly a ten star out of five star movie. Like instantly, it doubles <clears> the <throat> amount of stars it gets. Yeah. Uh, then I watched Patrick Swayze in Red Dawn. Um, mm. which is far too serious for its own good. Considering its ludicrous fucking premise, it's far too fucking serious. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what's his name? C. Thomas Howell has got the right idea. They just shoot anyone who shows up, basically. Um, then I watched War, Inc., which has, I think... I've seen that.
1: I've seen that.
0: I think some of Kusak's best kickboxing stuff since... Um,
1: there, is a, there is a joke in that Point Blank. ...that made me... Hiss myself, but I can't remember why it
0: was. Okay, no the the best the best person in it is Joan Cusack. When the guy comes up to her and he's like giving her shit or whatever, and she's like, "I have got a can of mace and I will mace you, motherfucker!" But <laughs> really well,
1: it is kind of like a sequel to *Gross Point Blank*, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, kind of, I guess, kind of. But I mean, of course, in *Gross Point Blank*, he kickboxes with Benny the Jet.
1: Yeah, Um, that's just a fucking great film, gross point, though. Because,
0: of course, Don the Dragon Wilson is the kickboxing sparring partner in uh, Say Anything. Mm, And, of course, he talks about Sport of the Future kickboxing in in Say Anything, which is all Cusack, because Cusack was, like, one of the early... um, Early followers of of kickboxing, and there's yeah, actually he should
1: have been quite... a much bigger action star than he was.
0: He should well in terms. I think he gets labeled, you know, like Conair, whatever. He gets labeled as like the intelligent, talky one in a suit, rather than yeah. the kickass one. But he he can like if you watch that and you watch War Inc. The fight sequences, which are clearly him doing it, he's really good. Mm. Like he's really really good. There's no reason why he he couldn't have gone on and done wham bam. Action movies. I just think he's a bit too cerebral for it. But um, War Inks, okay. It's it's a it's a good satire. It's funny, but there's some nice action in it. Um, the other guys that has action in it, the uh, uh, Ferrell and Wahlberg movies, pretty good. And then yeah, I t- I've seen that. I topped it off recently with Mad Max, Mad Max Two, and then Mission Impossible Four, Ghost <sighs> Protocol. <laughs> they were the last three action movies I watched, and. Um, I had a bit of a revelation about the Mad Max series which I don't know whether I'm happy about. Yeah, you don't like them. Well, no, I do like them. <laughs> and I'm aware of like why they're considered classics, but I just I just don't feel them the way other people feel. I just don't I don't get excited about them the way other people get excited about them. Can you see why people would love them though? Oh yeah, no, no, completely. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I gave them, like, four stars each on, on uh, Letterboxd. I, I, I like Out of ten. Out of five. <laughs> uh, out, of, out of 28. Um, no, um, I, no, I completely understand why people see them as classics. And I kind of want to see them as classics myself. And therefore, I'm kind of annoyed that I don't.
1: Um, what we'll have to do is, uh, nearer May time, we'll have to do a Mad Max show.
0: Okay, I mean, my my only thing is is that uh, I have difficulty connecting with him as a hero. I mean, he he just doesn't. Uh, I guess I like shit a bit a little less. Um, well, the thing is, realistic, he's doing, I guess, is the word. He, he's not doing it.
1: Certain, well, the first one, he, I he, he's doing it for a reason. He's, you know he's Mad Max because of you know, he's avenging his his wife and his kid. His wife and his kid. Uh, so it's like a very much an exploitation action film. Uh, the second one, he's not doing... He doesn't do anything for anybody, really. The only reason he drives the tanker at the end is because... He's got,
0: he's got nothing costly. else left. Yeah. But, the, but that's the thing. I think he never... Like, the second one... He doesn't... Like, the second one, he doesn't... He doesn't really do any. It's not, like, why he's doing stuff. I can get, like... It, it's He doesn't really do much. I mean, he happens to have a shotgun with some bullets, which is is, is uh, above the rest of them, and he managed to cap a couple of people. But it's not like he does something so incredible with the tanker that they don't get hold of it, because they do. They get hold of it no matter who was driving, really. Um it, you know, when he gets the claw in the shoulder, maybe he's a bit more, uh, uh, like, pushing forward and pressing forward and a bit more kind of uh, dedicated than than some would be. But, uh, you know, he still ends up, like, crashing it. Um,
1: yeah, useless wooden
0: drivers. And and he, uh, uh, you know, he crashes his car, like, the moment that he leaves the compound. And, like, he never really... He never really does anything. The guy with the gyrocopter throwing Molotov cocktails actually kills more bad guys or causes more mayhem. Bruce Spence. So I, I, I just... Only because Man Max 2 is set up like this big, like, she was the road warrior. There's like this big voiceover and blah, 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 yeah. blah. But he never really does anything to earn that. It, it's the just...
1: warrior, Max. The bird crush bastard <laughs> of
0: man. Yeah. When I first met Max, I wanted to blow him...
1: Yeah, I wanted to touch him. I wanted to touch me on the willy.
0: I wanted when I was a kid. I wanted to stick my little finger up his ass. Yeah, I, I wanted, wanted to, to take touch that. Boomerang. I, I wanted to take that little flute thing he gives me, that little whistle thing, and stick it right up his ass. Oh no! The, <laughs> wait a minute. Sorry, the whistle thing is in Thunderdome. The uh, yeah, music, the music box. box in part two. Sorry. Uh, we don't need another <laughs>
1: hero. See beyond Thunderdome, really. <laughs> should be awesome, because it starts off really well. Uh, and I've, then, seen like,
0: the f- I've re-watched the first 45 minutes of Thunderdome. I haven't yet finished it yet. I'm obviously doing the whole series.
1: I see. And... I, I go to scene selections. Yeah. And then <laughs> the, the, bit with the last 20 minutes with the car, you know, the the big car chase thing. Yeah. Was, that's what I did. I, last time I watched it, the bit, it was a bit with the kids, I was just like... No, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> straight away. But it's Mad Max and the Temple of Doom, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was more Hollywood. Um, it, yeah, no, I mean, it, but at least,
0: was... I guess at least in, uh, again, you know, Thunderdome built in the beginning builds him up as this, like, here's this great warrior and blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, he only defeats uh, Blaster by, like, the skin of his fucking teeth. And even then he's an idiot and goes we had a deal in front of everybody. I mean he should keep his mouth shut. I, I no, just I'd have killed him. There's just there's just <laughs> I, I just um I don't know, I did don't you, connect.
1: Did you know right? <laughs> you know the guy in uh Mac Max beyond Thunder Day, you know the guy who's like bold and he's got this the uh mask sticking out of his back on the stick?
0: Right, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He sang the theme tune to Scott and Charlene's Wedding on Neighbours.
0: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> That's true. Wow. Angry Anderson. How the low have fallen. No, it was fucking huge for him. <laughs> it's more, more popular than Max Beyond <laughs> no, the <but>
0: fuck Neighbours. <laughs> I watch Neighbours. I don't mind Neighbours. It's still on now? It's still on.
1: It's <laughs> the best it show on British TV. On? Oh, no. Dude, dude, dude. If you... My, my, my wife, right, and my kids watch EastEnders. Claire hates EastEnders. Kids love it, right? It takes a fucking year for a story to become resolved. Neighbours, it takes ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. So we were watching so, it.
0: And like like big, somebody's big, stealing all the cupcakes in the coffee shop, Nigel. I do know, it's, that'll be me, Bob. Oh, all right.
1: <laughs> there's, this, there's this girl, right, on it at the minute. She's getting brainwashed. Right,
0: what by like a cult or something
1: by like a cult? Right, she's getting brainwashed. A cult,
0: yeah, they have right. cults in neighbors. This right. cult no, no, no she, she
1: was just getting brainwashed. Okay, right, yesterday on the episode, she was getting brainwashed, <laughs> right? right, and everything was going to pot, right? Yeah. Today, today, yeah. while she's listening to this tape that's brainwashing her, her mum stops the tape and she goes, What's going on? She goes, She's just brainwashing you. She goes, Oh, that bitch, and it was resolved in, in East Enders. <laughs> that'd be two
0: years. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> why so I can't did, grumble about it. <laughs> why, why is there a cult in a cul-de-sac in Melbourne? Oh, they're rampant over there. <laughs> Ram- We've got rampant cults We've got over rampant here. Every other like guy you meet, every other guy you meet is a dirty cult. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough, neighbours. Then uh, I, I, I mean, I remember watching it. Years and years and years ago, when it was on at other people's houses or at school or something, I never watched it like at home myself. I never raced home to watch it or. Yeah,
1: she was probably my first uh, celebrity crush,
0: Kylie Minogue. She was, Kylie Minje yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Fair enough. Uh, my no, first I, celebrity I, crush I, I think...
0: was Jennifer Connolly from The Labyrinth.
1: How oh, was it? Mine was uh, David Bowie's penis from that film. <laughs> yeah. Why are you looking at my
0: balls? I'm standing in your window. <laughs> Look at my cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dipping my cock through your window hole. It's magic. Um, yeah, so... It fucking was magic. It was
1: huge.
0: It was huge. Uh, it, it looked like it was... He was smuggling Brazil nuts. Yeah, have you got to, fuck it? have you grown an extra leg, Mr Bowie? Uh, it's in your pants. And then I watched uh, Ghost Protocol, uh, Mission Impossible 4, which I remember liking a lot more the first time. I uh, I like that. It's okay. It's, uh, the, the next one's going to
1: be better, guarantee it.
0: Yeah, the next one's going to be better. I just, it's directed I, by the same guy I
1: did, Jack Reacher.
0: Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, it's it's going to be good. And and uh, I appreciate what they're doing with Ghost Protocol, and obviously I, I am impressed by the tallest building stunt and everything. But I, it doesn't really gel for me. The plot is all a bit. It it suffers from shit bad guy, yet again. Yeah, shit bad guy. That's you see. Same. That's the problem
1: like... with all of the Mission Impossible, there's, except there's, there's, part three.
0: There's... Do you think but, I mean... Philip
1: Seymour Hoffman could have took Tom Cruise in a fight? Oh, obviously, a big fight.
0: Not in a not in a fight, but like he's fucking brutal. I mean, he is fucking brutal in that movie.
1: It's, it's ages. I've only ever seen Mission Impossible three once.
0: See, I like Mission Impossible three, even though it's a J. J. Abrams movie, and um, that's
1: why I don't like
0: it. Yeah, and even though it's got Jonathan Rhys Meyers in it, who needs to be smacked about his floppy lips several times, his stupid little blank fucking. Pouty billboard face. Is needs it to be
1: punched. I like I say, it's ages since I've seen
0: But Maggie Q is in it, isn't she? Isn't I she? Isn't I've Maggie not seen Q it for years. It? But years. I, I actually like Mission Impossible 3. It's my second favourite after the first one.
1: I mean, the first one's great. Um, It even mentions Leicester City in it.
0: Is it Maggie Q? Yeah, it is Maggie Q. All right, I was right. Uh, Maggie Q's in it. Um, and, uh, Peg is an annoying tit in it. Peg is actually, like, doing what he's meant to be doing instead of, uh, you know, oh, we're going to make him a guy in the field now, which just sucks, because I would have much rather Ving Rhames. Yeah, yeah. I like Ving Rhames in them. Yeah, so do I. Uh, so, Mission Impossible 4, good, uh, set pieces, bad movie. That's what I'm going to go down and say. Yeah, the
1: set pieces are great. Tom Cruise is good in it as well. So,
0: yeah, but you've got this like bit at the end where this like dodgy old, like intelligent bad guy is giving Cruise a run for his money in in a fight, and I just don't. I'm just like, pfft,
1: pfft. yeah, that's that's what I don't get.
0: Cruise too. would do a bit of hot, you know, chopsocky, and the guy would be dead. He'd go oh my hip, and then he would, you know, he would die.
1: Yeah. He goes, oh, my
0: goiter, or oh, I've got piles, or something. <laughs> he's like so old, and yeah. he's not only that, but they set him up as a theorist. All he is is a theorist. That's all he is. Who's who's gone a bit nuts and believes that uh, if you if you had a nuclear war, people would be more united after it. That's the well, whole that's plot. Probably true. <laughs> well, yeah, but like. We also had 9 11 and people were united after it for about five minutes. People were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're all united. Oh, no, actually, I don't actually, agree with you. Actually, a bit of a cum, human so. beings just went back to being petty minded dicks. yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine that, can't you? Oh, we blew up six billion out of the seven billion people on the planet to, to help world peace. Right, right, right. How long did world peace last? About a week. <laughs> We didn't think it through. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there is, however, a much smaller line at the deli counter of Sainsbury's. Uh... <laughs> every,
1: every, every, uh, every, uh, grey sky, whatever the saying is. Oh, yeah, no, you mean
0: everything has a silver lining.
1: Yeah, every grey sky has a silver lining.
0: Oh, uh, you know, I can or, get my cheese. Oh things. wait, no, no,
1: wait—that's just fallout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's what I've been watching, and uh, it was okay. I don't think I've watched a classic yet in um, 2015. I watched Gridlocked, which fucking kicks ass. I've not seen that for years.
1: Dude. I do I love, love that Gridlocked. film. That is um, a good film. I love Tim Roth in that. Oh, yeah. There's um, a guy on TV who's had sex change. and that he's a lesbian. <laughs> Film.
0: I love that. It's such good. It's such a good.
1: Uh, it's a really movie. good uh, body film.
0: Yeah, it really is, and and it's surprising because you wouldn't put Roth and Tupac Shakur together. Like
1: I that. I remember seeing that. I got it. first time I ever I watched it was on VHS, and I sort of looked at the cover and I thought, is it, I don't know if Tupac Shakur could actually act, and they seem like a really weird. Team up. I thought oh, I want something to watch, so I got it and I was really impressed with it.
0: Oh, yeah, it's really, I mean, it's it is fucking hilarious, it is absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, Tim Roth in it is just out of this world, brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's probably his, it's one of his best roles, if not the best I think I've seen him. Uh,
0: no, I mean, my, the the best for me is still, um, uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstone are dead. I'm not seeing it. Fair enough. So, uh, let's go on to 2014. Uh, we'll we'll do the first few months, and then we'll dip right into listener feedback, um, which we, we got some of this week. Um, so, the first action movie I'm seeing of 2014 was Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit, which again, I own, haven't seen yet, uh, but have you seen, Chief?
1: I've started watching it, but uh, I got... I distracted by something and i didn't finish it but what i did see was quite good i've got to finish it
0: okay and then the guest you said that guest really good fantastic film really good film a lot of action uh, not loads of action compared uh, the to last... your next which has quite a bit <clears throat>
1: um it's a slow build the guest but when the action's on screen it is very good action
0: Okay. Um, then there was like Ride Along, which I could have gone for being a sort of new Beverly Hills Cop-like comedy action franchise. Um, that would have been really great. Sadly, it's not funny enough, and there's not enough action in it. It's okay. It's a two-and-a-half, three-star movie at best. Um, and Ice Cube and Kevin Hart could be a really good like uh, mix, because obviously Ice Cube can do the action and Kevin Hart can do the funny, but I don't know man, it it didn't um it, it didn't speak to me particularly. I I, I I might watch it again. There's a couple of good car chases in it, but it's it's <clears throat> I've got to watch that, but I uh I will watch it. I interviewed the guy who did the music for it. Oh, Brian Tyler. No. <laughs> no, not Brian Tyler. Um it it's was the other guy, wasn't it? Uh no, and it wasn't Christopher Lennox either. It was or was it Christopher Lennox yeah, it was. It was Christopher Lennerts. It was Christopher Lennerts, yeah. Because, um, you know, for a movie uh, featuring Ice Cube and Kevin Hart, what you really want is a white Jew doing the music. So... Oh, it's, it's what I insist on. <laughs> the white, a white Jew does the music for this show, to be fair. so. Um... Yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> I love them. I love them. They're great. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, happy Hanukkah, indeed. Oh... <sighs> would just like the Welsh (laughs) Um, so then next up oh look at that probably one of the greatest um, action movies of the year if not certainly the greatest foreign language action movie of the year The Raid 2 on January 21st look at that excellent what a film what a film Uh, what a film it was absolutely fantastic (laughs) Uh, probably it was in my top uh, 12 for the year, which you can find over at the After Movie Diner website. Go to aftermoviediner.com and you can see my top 12. A lot of action in my top 12 this year, sir. Um, there, was a, there was a lot that I saw that I uh, I really thought was worth mentioning, and it was a lot of action. Um, yeah, it, it came number... I think it was number four in my top 12. Very good.
1: It's definitely in my top five. Um not much I can really say. I think we've, we already covered it on a show anyway. I, I love The Raid 2. Yes,
0: yeah, so you can yeah. read all about it on AfterMovieDiner.com and you can go over to amdpodcast.blogspot.com search The Raid 2 in the little search box there and come up with a podcast that Doctor and I did uh, about it, um, which is fantastic. In fact, uh, what I'll do is I'll put the link on the top 12 article as well, so you can just click there, it'd be nice and easy um, I'm surprised I haven't done that and the other action movie from January certainly uh, with the US release which is number 5 in my top 12 so we've got 2 from the top, top 5 uh, is right Non-Stop oh no, no. Uh, we won't be talking about <laughs> remakes here this is non-stop, or as I like to call it throat punching at 30,000 feet damn good film Very good film. I think hugely underrated movie. I've watched it several times and I still love it.
1: It's It's a a really good film. uh, I took my daughter to see it and she's now a huge Liam Neeson fan. She's 12. Yeah. So it's a really good film.
0: I say after Taken, it's his second best action movie.
1: I've not seen Walker Mons Tombstones yet.
0: Um, That's not an action movie, that's a detective film. Oh, okay. Uh but my top 3 recent Liam Neeson movies are Taken Nonstop and Walk Among the Tombstones in that order.
1: Yeah? Yeah, right. Then my top 3. I don't Liam think there's going to be anybody knocking Taken off the top side. It was uh...
0: it'll be the greatest action movie he ever does. I'd be I'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing Taken 3 tonight at 11:45 p.m. in reclining seats and I can't wait. But I don't think anything'll ever not taken off to the top spot, how can it but nonstop came pretty damn close. It's the same director who did the less good unknown yeah, I've seen that I've which seen is all that. right, but it's less good
1: but uh, the probably with the problem with that one is it was being you know the poster is basically taken. Uh, they pushed it like a taken film, and it's not—it's like a mystery, isn't it?
0: Right, which is what uh, Walk Among the Tombstones" is like. They like made it again. It's Liam Neeson. I'm carrying a gun, um, but it's... I'll fucking shoot you through the face. I'll fucking don't tell
1: me where my daughter is.
0: You know it's not missing. I—I <laughs> I mean, if I don't solve the case, of course. <laughs> Because unknown is like they've taken my identity. <laughs> um, Yet I want it back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, even though I don't know what it is,
1: yeah. um, I will find you and I will kill you if you don't give me my identity back. If you don't return the plane.
0: But nonstop though, <laughs> it, it it literally is. Where's the bomb? A fucking throat puncher. <laughs> fucking. Rawr. It's it's great. Like every five seconds, he even kills his partner just he just fucking kills him in the bathroom that's an awesome fight as well mm. like how do you choreograph like Liam Neeson's six foot whatever he is four <laughs> or something and the other dude yeah the other dude's no uh, like a uh, uh, tiny guy either it's not like he's a midget he's probably like five eleven six foot something like that how do you choreograph an awesome fucking fight in a in a uh, airplane toilet
1: it's amazing you say that because the film underneath nonstop on this list is that awkward moment and that's what it should have been. An awkward moment in a bathroom where there's sort of like, you put your fist there and I'll punch yes. you and but it, uh, kick me and then we carry on fighting. Please. But it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. It's a really good film. Yeah. It's a really damn good film.
0: And I love the... I mean, and I... You see, what I want from my Neeson, the reason why I love Taken and the reason why I love... Non stop. And the reason why I love 24, to be fair, is when there isn't someone like looking over his shoulder telling him, oh, you can't do that, Neeson will just arm break, throat punch, suffocate, nut kick, <laughs> like it's anyone actually... in his way. And I like that. I don't want due process because it's a movie. I want it to throat punch, arm break, like cock, that,
1: neck, that's, knee, that's everybody that's why Taken works so well. Yeah. It's I, I said on the thing it's Daddy Lanty. It's Vigilante with dads.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've got a pitch for you How about this.
1: Daddy Lanty.
0: It's Vigilantes but with dads. Um, yeah, no exactly. And and the the nice thing about Besson is it's just like it it doesn't he doesn't care how fucking insanely <laughs> like uh uh narrow minded and, and xenophobic it is. You just wind Neeson up and let him fucking loose. Um and I think it's hilarious that people have watched that movie and then gone, Oh, I'm not gonna go to Paris. I think that's hilarious. Did you hear Leeson saying this recently? Nah. Neeson has said like, Taken a- has stopped people like visiting Europe. <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. I'd, I'd
1: say yesterday's tragic events might have done more for that as well. So. Well,
0: yeah, well, unfortunately, he said this before yesterday's tragic events. But, um, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, uh, fucking awesome film, non stop, it's taken at 30,000 feet. Uh, if you if you can't get into it if you can't get behind it there's something wrong with you.
1: Yeah yeah it's a, it's a really good film.
0: I've heard some people like be off with off about it and I'm like no. I think it's because they're expecting taken. And but it's, it's, not, it's it not, but, not taken. No it's not taken but it's damn near close. I mean he's he's suffocating strangling throat punching. I mean no he's not like driving iron uh, uh, bars through people's thighs and electrocuting them but like. And I'm not fucking any drug addicts! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I will fuck you, Lenny. Um, He's not doing that, but... uh, I don't know. I still think it's... I I give it a close second to take it. Um, And uh, he's not not come better yet in, in other action films, as far as I'm concerned. No, I, I can go with that. I just really liked the plot. I just really liked it. I just thought it was done really well. And that bit, I know it's in the trailer and I know it's even on the poster, but that bit when the... Um, the gun floats towards the, him. The gun floats towards him and he grabs it. I, every time I watch it, I come. I just... Yeah, I can't that, even... That, con-
1: what, what can you ask from a film?
0: I can't even control it. I'm just... just—I'm. It was really embarrassing. I was sat next to a woman I was trying to, like, have sex with in the face... And I was just it, sat there, and was watching this movie and I just went and that bit happened where he like lifts up in the air and the gun comes towards him and he grabs and he shoots the gun and I just like no ah, 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 Everywhere. I mean it it's went in my eye. It went everywhere. She's now partially blinded. She has retina damage. Um, well, they do say that the spunk comes out at thirty miles an hour. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so uh, it's 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 amazing. Uh, we did gloss over the Monkey King. I didn't see it. Did you see the Monkey King?
1: The Monkey King.
0: Donnie Yen and Chow Yun Fat.
1: No, I didn't see
0: that. Okay, fair enough. Um, it looks it's all a bit fancy, isn't it? Monkey King. It's all a bit yeah, like... yeah. It's one of it's those like, fantasy action films. That oh my God! Like there's a there's a there's a monkey man here with a nose like a penis. Lovely. Like literally a big wobbly penis. <laughs>
1: uh it's one old one
0: uh, have, a, have, a, have a Luke. um yeah. so yeah we missed, a, missed monkey King neither of us saw it uh okay so Robocop did you ever see that the remake I did and I did I give in uh it's not as good as the
1: first it's not as good as the original no way never could be but uh it's not not the worst remake that's ever been made but it's not
0: but it is the worst that they remade it uh, it's no worse than
1: RoboCop three.
0: No, but meaning <laughs> what I mean is the quality of the movie, notwithstanding the fact that they dared to remake they, they RoboCop. They should never is, have
1: touched it anyway. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, they should never have touched it. RoboCop is a film that they should never have touched.
0: Um, you should never have touched my RoboCop. The,
1: there's some good. There's some good bits in it, like you know when you see what's left of him. Yeah. And uh, to do that. It, it does look good. What they try to do is they try to put more story into it than, than what was needed. Right. Uh, you know, the sort of, you know, but what they're trying to do, well, by the looks of it, if they ever made a sequel, they'd give him a robo dick so he could still shag his wife.
0: Nice. Uh but it's, it's, it's I've it's, got different vibrating settings, my yes, dear. Yes, it's lovely. I can have it slow. I can have it fast. I can have it wobble about the place. It, it's marvellous. It's fantastic, and uh, uh, there's there's no risk of AIDS. There is. Oh, I can just stick it in your bum bum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's... he goes, he goes nearer, he goes near and she goes, I don't like it, uh, <laughs> and that's it, that's, <laughs> the the it away, <laughs> that's the end of the movie. Put it away, Robo. That's the end of the movie. It's just a kitchen sink drama set up in the north. Mm-hmm. I'd like to fuck you. I don't want it. Go on, let me fuck. You. I don't want it. Ken it Loach's, Robocop. <laughs> Ken Loach's RoboCop two. The series Siri... put under a conservative <laughs> government. <laughs> 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 Uh, I blame Satya for this RoboCop fiasco. (laughs) Ken Loach's searing drama about racism and sex in the north. RoboCop. RoboCop. Um, Yeah. Um, Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) Next up, on my birthday, no less, February 12th, Three Days to Kill. And I went and saw this with my good friend... James Wallace, and there was an After Movie Diner episode about it, and what was hilarious was, is neither of us looked into it at all, we didn't know what it was except that it was like Kevin Costner this, doing... I'm sure
1: this came out, you know I'm sure that was the release date, but I think it came out just after, because I was in New York wasn't I, and we didn't go and see it, because I, I would have
0: gone and seen that Yeah, maybe it was a bit later then, that I went and saw it, but I don't think Or maybe I saw it earlier. Maybe I'd already
1: seen it. I'm not sure. Because, I mean, I would have definitely said about going to see that because
0: I really wanted to see it. But it was basically Kevin Costner doing Taken from the poster is what we assumed. So we were like, fine, we'll go see it. And I never forget the fear in our eyes when we were sat in the theatre and the credits are rolling and it says directed by McG. And both of us looked at each other and went, what the fuck? We didn't know this. Like, Jesus. But it's good to you didn't know that. Right, because it's actually a fun movie. I really I, enjoyed
1: it. I, I watched that film, and I sat there loving the shit out of it. It was one of those films, I loved the shit out of it, but if you ask me now what was my favourite bit, I can't really remember it, but it is a really, really good film, I yeah. thought.
0: I really enjoyed it too And I was really surprised Maybe it was the element of surprise Maybe I saw McGee and I was like oh. Oh. And then, and then way, You
1: see McGee and you just think This is going to be shit So the fact that even if it was like just alright You probably think I was really
0: good oh, I was really good uh, It's of course Luke Besson um, uh, Or Luke Bassoon As I like to call him uh, <laughs> Luke Besson and McG um, Put together uh, pretty good Amber Heard completely and utterly Pointless and awful But um, uh, Hayley Steinfeld and, and Kevin Costner Lots of fun, good times. See it. It's it's, it's like a a really good,
1: like, sort of father daughter movie with some good action scenes in it and some funny bits
0: as well. Just don't be snobby, people. Embrace it and enjoy it. It's good times. It is good times. I enjoyed that film. Good, excellent. Uh, Vengeance, I didn't see. That's uh, Danny Trejo, Jason Muse. It's an ITN production, Uh, so it's done by the news. Excellent. Uh, I should watch that then. Danny Trejo, Jason Mewes, 50 Cent, Donald Logue, and Tech Nine. Wow, what a what a what a cast! Oh, why have I not seen this yet? Yeah, why, what a cast that has. Oh, um, let's
1: stop the podcast now so I can go and see that film.
0: Yes, uh, Three Hundred: Rise of an Empire. Didn't see that, did you? Yes, I saw that. Any good? Uh, the
1: action's good. Eve Green gets tits out.
0: Of course.
1: Uh, it's all right time.
0: So then we have uh, Need for Speed, another movie I didn't see, but got basically uh, swept under the carpet. Nobody fucking saw it. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that one either. Okay, <laughs> but March 13th, right after Need for Speed, Captain America the Winter Soldier wasn't a huge fan of the ongoing plot, but loved the fucking action. Doc?
1: I fucking love this film. It's one, one of my favourites, if not my favourite film of the year. Loved it. Top of your top ten, loved is it? it? Possibly, yeah. There's a few. I've still not properly done it because, really, I don't think anybody cares about my top ten. I but think <laughs> I
0: care about your top ten, and <laughs> the Doctor yeah. Action listeners care about your top ten.
1: But yeah, it's what it's probably my favourite
0: Marvel film.
1: See, I for love me, share
0: it. For me, uh, first 30 minutes or 45 minutes or first hour, let's say, brilliant. It's like almost the reverse of Galaxy, uh, *Guardians of the Galaxy*. I love the last half hour of *Guardians of the Galaxy*. Love the hell out of it, mm. and I love like the first hour of *Captain America: The Winter Soldier*. I think the end of *Captain America: Winter Soldier* is a real problem, a real big problem, both in the Marvel ongoing universe and in the plot of a standalone movie. Um, and I hate that it's reduced to. CGI things falling into the water while Captain America tries to put a disc drive into a slot. Like I just, yeah, don't yeah I, mean, care. I get
1: that. I get that. You know, you've got this whole plot going on, and it ends with a big CGI.
0: Right, but the, kidnap, the <laughs> kidnapping of uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson car chase bit. That, that is a great action scene. Fucking brilliant. The, the shootout on the bridge with him that, and... That's um, also fucking brilliant. Yeah, no, the action, man, is top fucking notch. I mean, it really from, is. From a Marvel film that,
1: that prides itself on being adults and children friendly. Yeah. That pushed the action.
0: Oh, it really did. It really, really did. And like I say, I will give it props for the first hour. Um, but then, you know, I didn't much like the ending of The Wolverine, and I love that fucking movie. So, I mean, you know, it, it's it's up there for me with, like, The Wolverine in terms of action and comic books and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just, I just... I, I was very... Lack- I mean, maybe it was what was going on with me in 2014, but a lot of the... the or maybe just because Iron Man 3 was just so fucking good... That every kind of comic book movie I saw in 2014. It was just a bit lukewarm to when I saw them. I've subsequently mm. bought them and watched them again and, and, and much preferred them on a second viewing. But um, So then we get uh, Sabotage, which you loved and I didn't. Yes. It's the first one of the year that I was very cold on versus you're very warm on.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, different Ferrari. A uh, bit more of a serious role. I, I I get why people don't like it though, because the supporting cast are just one of the most bunch of despicable bunch of vagrants I've ever seen on screen. Yeah, I
0: just thought the script was shit. I thought Arnie was really good in it. Like I, I thought Arnie was fantastic. really really good in it. Um, I loved Arnie in Escape. I think Arnie. A lot of people have gone, oh, post Governor Arnie's awful. No, post no, Governor not. Arnie is post- better than ever in terms of acting ability. It's better than ever. Acting,
1: he's he's better than he was.
0: Yeah, now much better. The movies aren't the movies are never going to be the fucking run of shit that he had. I mean, that stupid article we had posted on Doctor Action and and After Movie Diner group about is the Rock better than Arnie? Fuck no. I mean, look, in terms of like being an action star, or whatever, you could probably like have some kind of discussion about it. But just in terms of quality of movies, I mean, fucking Terminator, fucking Commando, fucking uh, Total Recall, Predator. Fuck, like you're Out of your fucking mind. Arnie had a run of movies in the 80s, which will never be fucking beaten in terms of quality. I mean, it was really insanely good. So you can't... I, I, I think what Mo said was was spot
1: on. The Rock needs to learn to say no to scripts.
0: Yeah, right, completely. I, and I, like I said, I wrote this thing about it and I listed all the great movies that Arnie has been involved in. Um, and, look, you could say what you like about Arnie the actor or Arnie the comedian or Arnie whatever back in the 80s, and I, I would probably agree with you. I think he's a better actor now than he was back then. But in terms of quality of movies and quality of fucking directors, look at the directors he worked with. I mean, just some of the best directors of the 80s. So, you know what I mean? Like, you can't... You, James Cameron back then was, like, top of his fucking game. Yeah, will,
1: will, will The Rock ever make a film that's as good as huge... As Terminator Two, because Terminator Two was fucking
0: massive, right? Massive. But then look at him; his work with Verhoeven, and also, I mean, you just can't. You know what I mean? Like Arnie, Arnie is a fucking legend for a reason. I you well, know. I, it, I don't it took really.
1: He ri- took risks. I mean, you know, a film was eighteen. He was in it. I know it's probably a bit different now. You know, you have got to get the people asses on seats in the cinema. But do you think Dwayne? Dwayne Johnson would go, oh, I'm going to make a film that's like a fucking hard R.
0: No, because even his walking tall is a 15, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. He won't do it. I don't think he'll do it, and I think Arnold Schwarzenegger took risks. Even after he made Twins, he was still making, like, um, yeah, he took, uh, Total Recall.
0: Arnie took, took risks. He made Junior. Well, he knew what people wanted. <laughs>
1: yeah, he did make Junior jingle all the way.
0: Yeah. It's with Sinbad. Ah, But no, I think the one thing that doesn't ever get said about Arnie, and it's the same thing that doesn't get said about Stallone, which is even more fucking remarkable, is that they're intelligent guys. I don't give a fuck how they talk. I don't give a fuck what kind of like movies they make in terms of like guns and stuff. They're intelligent fucking guys, they really are like you don't I know what people laugh at about American politics and stuff you don't get to be governor in America without being an inte- like an intelligent guy, certainly not the governor of California where there's a lot of like you know it's a huge economy <laughs> right it's like one of the third largest in the world or something it, like it's just point point this way right he picked he was... good people to work with and he picked good scripts and and there's no evidence apart from fast five which. People could even point out as being a fluke. There's no evidence that fucking The Rock knows what the fuck he's doing. <clears throat> you say that, you say about well, right. On Schwarzenegger, governor
1: of California. Huge job, huge job. Mayor of London, Boris Johnson. <laughs> Who would you prefer? Right,
0: right. Uh, yeah, I don't have a bike, I have a tank. You have bonus bikes. I have fucking army tank. Ah, I go down to the supermarket in my fucking tank. I get everything for free. I love America. Love yeah, for me, or I'll be back. <laughs> and then in, in,
1: in London, you get
0: what oh, bother's love. <laughs> when I was at school, people used me as a cum dumpster. <laughs>
1: Oddly, oh, telt- all terribly rich. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> So yeah, I mean look, you know I, I think that uh um Arnie is a fucking legend, and uh, I think that he's very, very good in sabotage. I was just a shame I didn't like the movie,
1: yeah, good action scenes though when they came
0: but yeah' <laughs> the a... the rock compared to there's no to me there's no comparison well, I've, got, I've not got a problem
1: with the rock it's just no, it, but in don't, terms don't, of don't quality of
0: movies like name it. name a single standalone rock. Vehicle, so take the fast franchise out of it that even comes close to fucking raw deal, let alone the Terminator. It's a snitch. But it does, I've doesn't. Never seen it, I've it's never even seen even it, right. I've got
1: no interest in seeing it. You know what um, I mean? I, he I, 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 can't sell it, he can't sell a film to me. The Rock, I've not even seen Hercules, I've got no interest in seeing Hercules.
0: I love uh, him in the in the Fast and Furious franchise. I yes, think that's where It's, way good, but belongs, it's not,
1: but... not just him, is it? That's Paul Walker and Vin Diesel.
0: Well, every, but that's everything. Like, the thing it's about ensemble, those movies... It's an ensemble it's... cast. Right. Uh,
1: and I'll see the next one, because obviously it's Paul Walker's last film, but Statham's in it. It's not yeah. The Rock. I'm not going, oh,
0: it's The Rock in it, isn't it? Yeah. The Statham is the... Is the draw for us, us people, of course, us fans, us Statham fans. It's about time we get back some more Statham because we've got Wildcard coming out at the end of January, um, and then we have um, Fast like and Furious this. in April, right?
1: Yeah, I'm just trying, I'm not, I don't even know when that's getting released here. Wildcard, it's probably going to be like October because the cons, yeah. Oh, wait, the Wildcard, it's got a poster up. It has a release date. I bet it looks like he's even got one for England. England's not even got a release date yet.
0: Yeah, America didn't have a release date until, like, a week ago, so...
1: 30th of January.
0: Um, so then next up we've got Brick Mansions talking about Paul Walker. Did you see the the remake of uh, District B-13 with Paul Walker? I did. And? <laughs> OK. Fair enough, we'll leave it it's,
1: there. You know, it's it's such a shame that that's his last full film. Dis, despite
0: uh, me liking uh, Rizza as a person, is Rizor the kiss of death for action movies? Because uh, yes. The Protector 2, Brick Mansions, uh, even The Man with the Iron Fist or whatever that movie was, isn't that The Man with the Iron Fist that he made? Yeah,
1: like he, he directed Russell yeah.
0: Crowe and Pam Green and stuff. Isn't yeah, it's
1: that... not a bad film. It's, 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 I don't know what it is about, Rizzo. Uh, It's It's got a really over the... A plot in Brick Mansions that goes everywhere, and after you finish watching it, you're just sort of like, I've just watched it, that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it, it doesn't... You know, you can carry on with your day, and somebody would have to poke you and sort of say, remember you went to see that film? Because it, it just doesn't linger with you at all.
0: Yeah, whereas District B-13 is, like, George I say right It's then.
1: awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's such a good film. And, like I say, it's, it's just a shame that that is Paul Walker's last full film. Because he was better than that. <laughs> but hopefully Fast 7 will be amazing, that everybody will remember that as his last full film.
0: Yeah. OK, so in May, we're now on to May uh we have Godzilla X-Men and um Edge of Tomorrow okay for me Edge of Tomorrow beats all of those like <clears throat> Edge of Tomorrow is again in my top 12
1: Godzilla's good uh X-Men's good uh, Edge of Tomorrow was just fucking brilliant.
0: Edge of Tomorrow was How nine. good is
1: that film? It's it really is good. such a good film. My wife doesn't like Tom Cruise.
0: Right.
1: And I was like, what well, is gorgeous? But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Action uh, Cruise is good Cruise. Action Cruise is great Cruise. And I, I said to her, I got her on the fact that it's... You don't like Tom Cruise, so you like Groundhog Dog Day, and he gets killed a lot of times in it, so you'll probably like it. Yeah. And she came out of it, and she loved it. She really enjoyed Edge of Tomorrow. It's nice. a damn good film.
0: What went wrong with X-Men Days of Future Past? Because I was very... Like, of all the uh, comic book movies that came out this year, I was very lukewarm on that one.
1: I liked it, but it just... I don't know, because I loved First Class. I fucking love. X Men First Class. Yeah. Uh, so, thought of them all teaming up just seemed like, well, I, I mean, I thought X Men Days of Future Past was going to be the biggest film of the year. Uh, and I, <laughs> I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. Maybe I built it up a bit too much in my head, or maybe it's just the fact that
0: Brian Singh is not as good as Matthew Vaughn. Oh, he's too busy touching boys. Ooh. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. What happened with <laughs> that? <laughs>
0: um,
1: I don't think everything, anything has happened of it. Mm, okay. Hmm.
0: Um, all right. Uh, so then in June, we have 22 Jump Street, which I haven't yet got to see. Uh, Transformers, which I'm never going to see. And Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which I'm not going to see.
1: Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is great. Um, not as good as the first one. Okay. Uh, 22 Jump Street is a fun, fun film. Okay. But, very uh
0: I think I'll wait for Netflix or something for that.
1: It's it takes the piss out of itself in ways that you know something like this is the end uh tried to do. Yeah. Uh that failed. Twenty two jump street succeeds. It's it's very funny. The okay. action's the action's not Typical action film. You know, it's sort of comedy action. But it, it's it's definitely worth watching. I really enjoyed it.
0: See, I miss the days of, like, uh, Beverly Hills Cop where you had comedy and then you had real fucking action. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I do miss that. Anyway. But um, it's like the it's
1: like it edges on spoof, kind of, 22 Jump Street. Right, the,
0: it's, t- it's a bit like the other guys. Like, the other guys has good action, but the action is also clearly spoof action. You know what I mean?
1: I, I take the jump street films over the other guys any day of the week
0: right i'm just a i'm just a feral fan but uh i like his type of comedy but no i i in terms of action i I see what you mean yeah um so uh in july it's a big year a big month july for action because we we start off on the 8th with a brony tale uh no um, we,
1: oh, oh, I watched Us from Evil the other night. Actually, oh, oh, who's
0: in that? Eric Banner and Edgar. Oh, that's the uh, the based on a true account by an NYPD policeman. I'm like, yeah, nutcase. Yeah. <laughs> just because, like, it doesn't it doesn't make the story true. Just because someone sat down and went, I saw demons. Like that doesn't mean that demons are true. But like, they sold it as. Based on the true account by an NYPD officer, I'm like, but that doesn't mean anything,
1: you know. What no, I mean? because Fargo was based on a real story; it wasn't even true. No, Fargo,
0: Far- they just put that up at the front of the. Yeah,
1: no, I know that's what I'm saying. It doesn't All mean right, it's then. true, does it? No, but and it's not it's not a bad for. I enjoyed the shit out of it.
0: Everything's based on a story. I mean, everything's <laughs> of course, of course based of it on is. a story. Uh, but no, it's just that the, in, the, in the trailer, it was like based on the true accounts. Of it, and I'm like, hmm, doesn't... Anyway, uh, the best... You will, you will never beat ever the trailer for Killer Elite where you had him kick uh, Clive Owen's ass, jump back onto the chair, break the chair, and then flip out of the window, and then the the title came up based on a true story. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever seen, ever. That yeah. had me laughing harder than I've ever laughed at a trailer ever because you show something that's so ludicrously untrue, but then it went based on a true story. Yeah, you were like, sold. Yeah, sold. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, (laughs) uh, On the other hand, Deliverance from Evil didn't sell me at all because I was just like, ugh, who's Eric Banner these days anyway? Uh, I enjoyed
1: the shit out of it.
0: <laughs> oh, was it good? It was
1: it all right. I enjoyed it, yeah. But uh, I
0: mean, it's dopey, right? It's The Exorcist meets French Connection or something, right? It's bullshit. Yeah, right? love it. <laughs> uh, oh God
1: in the got, Purge Anarchy, the, right? Fucking brilliant, brilliant film. Loved it. Did you see the first Lo- one? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. as well. Nobody else did, but the uh, the what the Purge Anarchy did the Purge the first Purge did wrong. The Purge Anarchy did everything right. Nice. Uh, you're watching The Purge and you think, you you watch it thinking, God, I don't know what's going on outside that house. Yeah. And it's, got, it's the best Punisher film that's not been made because Frank Grillo is basically the Punisher in it, going around helping people. And he's just, just, he's just cool as thick in it. Purge Anarchy is fantastic. Really yes. good film. It's the best film that John Carpenter didn't make.
0: Wow. High praise indeed. Okay, well, I need to get on that Purge shit right away then, I guess. Oh um, shit, it's good. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> next up, Guardians of the Galaxy, which...
1: Uh, uh, we're, we're just skimming over Pokemon the movie, are we?
0: Yeah, we're skimming over Pokemon okay, the movie. Cause, good with, good um, for me, I'll do that. Yeah, Deansy and the Cocoon of Destruction was not uh, high on my list. This
1: year. Statham
0: turned it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do fucking sci-fi movies. I don't want to fucking do Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) Pikachu's lost all his biscuits and now he's mad. I'll fuck the life out of him. He's dead to me. This time he's angry. Uh, Guys of the Galaxy, um, the last half hour is going to take some beating in terms of comic book movies because I watched it again recently in fact I've watched it in January so that's how recently I watched it um and it is he is so holding up several plates in the air all at once and doing it really fucking well I mean you've got the fight between um, the two sisters uh, yep, you've got yep. the um, uh, you've got them exploding into the room and trying to kill. What's Ronan or whatever his name is uh, with the big gun? You've got the spacecrafts from the planet trying to engulf the big spaceship, and then them them all like breaking down. You've got Michael Rooker landing on that planet and like firing the arrow through people. Like there's so much going on, and it's just so well done. Like you never feel out of it, it's always edited correctly the pacing's great, the action's great it's all good, and there's a whole bunch of moments in that last half hour that really grab your heartstrings and just give them a good old tug, and I'm getting a bit old and saggy around the edges, so I don't mind that so much, I'm not as cynical as, and angry as I used to be when I was younger, so um, I kind of like that about it you know, like the whole um, I, uh, flashback to his mum and all that I Yeah, like
1: that. yeah, I mean, this the, the Guardians of the Galaxy for me is what I, I wish The Avengers could be. Because everybody loves The Avengers and I don't. I mean, right. I get why people love it. Right. And uh, and I, you know, I, I can't honestly say that The Avengers is shit. It's just a film that I don't get. I'm not a huge Joss Whedon fan. Uh, but I do like James Gunn. And Guardians of the Galaxy was one of my films of the year. And, yeah, I, uh,
0: I really did like it. And I think... What's insane about the Guardians d- of the Galaxy... I think Galaxy, it gets
1: better each time I watch Guardians of the Galaxy. It
0: does. And what's insane about it is that I, I'm i going to go on record as saying Rocket and Groot are the two best fully realised CGI characters ever done. Ever. Oh, def-
1: def- definitely Rocket. Rocket Raccoon is one of the best characters this year.
0: And I know everyone's going to go, but what about fucking the Hobbit or the fucking Gollum or whatever the fuck his name is? And I'm like, no, no, look, Andy Serkis does an incredible performance, but I yeah, don't just... give a shit about Gollum. But I do give a shit about Rocket Raccoon, and I do give a shit about Groot.
1: Oh, that bit where Rocket Raccoon sort of says about him being tested on and, you know, I'm not vermin. Right. Right. It was one of the best, you know, one of the best heart jerking, tear jerking moments this year. And then when at the end, when he's holding, the you know the little branch, and yeah. Drax puts his his hand on his head and sort of strokes it like a dog. It's like, oh, that's so sweet.
0: Oh, and by the way, Bautista, probably the best wrestler turned actor, f- fucking forever. I mean, his performance in. Guardians is fucking incredible.
1: Funny, funny. Uh, also, one that tugs at your heart. Uh, you know, he's, he's good at the action.
0: I mean, seriously though, I'm right. I mean, look. I know. Look, um, I love uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Of course, I do. But in terms of acting, he couldn't do what Batista does in in Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I mean, uh And you know, let's not get carried away with fucking Hulk Hogan and The Rock and all those guys. Like, they're good It's definitely but...
1: not getting carried away with Hulk Hogan. Um...
0: You know, they're good at but like, <laughs> like, fucking Bautista's... To me, it was like, it was him, Rocket, and Groot were the three characters that blew me out of the water. Like, I didn't really give a fuck about Star-Lord in the same way that I gave a fuck about those three.
1: No, I, no, I think they made the film. I think, certainly, I think Rocket. I mean, I took Lily to see it, and Lily's favourite thing is Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. You know, I had to buy the plush toy for for a for a birthday.
0: Oh God! Children wanting toys! Oh, uh, For fuck's sake! Disgusting. Grow up already!
1: Uh, it's more for me. Uh, but, but, but well, David I know Batista, you got all those
0: pop vinyls, so I was just making a joke. Right?
1: Oh yeah, I've got shit loads of them. Uh, I've got loads. I'm such a fucking kid. Uh, but David Batista is going to be the henchman in the next Bond film. Nice. So.
0: But, you see, I don't want him doing henchman roles. He could be the villain, as far as I'm fucking concerned.
1: Yeah, but he's going to be a threatening villain. Henchman. After that film, I think they'll give him more. But I, I just oh, well, think I, he's a I, good actor.
0: I, 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 I mean, the action and everything was fine. Like, you know, you can train people to do, like, kicks and punches. In fact, most of the fights in the movie he loses. But it, it was his performance was just so fucking good. I really yeah. liked him. It. Yeah, good. Um, Hercules, Neither a Saw Lucy, I fucking loved Lucy I thought Lucy was awesome Lucy is on my uh, honourable mentions for the year It doesn't get into the top 12 But it's my honourable mentions Yeah. It would probably be If I was going to do a top 15 It would probably be um, Because my three honourable mentions Were Lucy, John Wick and Snowpiercer And it would probably go John Wick as number 13 Lucy as number 14 And Snowpiercer as number 15 yeah. So Lucy would be my top four, top, in my top 15. I really fucking loved Lucy. <laughs> I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Did you see Lucy? I did. I didn't really enjoy it, dude. Oh, you didn't? Oh, really? No,
1: no. I, I, I was going in expecting like a really kick ass oh, okay. action film, and all the action was in the trailer.
0: Yeah, okay. So you've got this kind of like weird so sci fi movie. And yeah, were, yeah so okay. Not
1: to say that I don't sort of. It's, to me, it was like, and it's, this is the, one of the only times I ever say it, the film was too short. There was so much yet to explain and what they could have done with it. It was like a pilot for a TV show. And, oh, right,
0: well, I see, yeah, 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 Do you know what
1: I mean? At the end, I was sort of like, well, it just sort of finishes. It's like 90 minutes, and I do, I just really wanted more action because it, it promised so much. That trailer with the going round, you know, kicking the shit out of everybody i was like this is going to be amazing yeah so i just felt like i got sold a different film no i but, totally uh,
0: get that if that's what you were thinking then i totally yeah, see how that's uh came you know it's, it's not the worst film i've ever seen certainly no i I, well, I really enjoyed it it was a surprise to me because it was like i was going in expecting nothing and uh, uh and yeah that's like,
1: probably it i was going in expecting everything yeah, I was expecting. It. I was expecting it to be probably one of the best action films of the year. And when you've seen most of the action scenes in the first twenty minutes, and then nothing comes after that, yeah, I was, I was just, I was really disappointed. But no,
0: I get that. I get that. Um, okay, we are have to speed on a bit, but because um, it's already ten to seven, and I've got to go out in twenty five minutes. Um, okay, but um, the Expendables three is probably my biggest letdown for the year.
1: Yes. I'd agree with you on that. It was disappointing beyond words. And I think we've already touched on everything that we didn't like about it.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go over that again. But, I mean, it was my biggest disappointment of the year. Lots to like about it, but plenty to be disappointed in. Um, Sin City, a dame to kill for, not a lot of action in that, but uh, a damn good film nonetheless. Yeah, we've covered that already. I enjoyed that. Um, Um, Yeah. Uh, did the you project. see The November Man? It's another one that I'm missing off my list. I haven't seen I don't it. even think that's been released here yet. The Pierce Brosnan movie? Yeah, I don't think that's been shown here yet. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to wait for it to come on to, to Netflix. But if, um... it, if
1: it has been out here, it
0: wasn't on for long because it's gone already.
1: Okay. Which I'm a bit gutted about because I do want to see it.
0: But um, I don't. I, it's not on here, but Ninja 2 came out this year, so I don't know. But yeah, That's awesome. Uh, Ninja, Ninja 2 is uh, my second, uh, no, my sorry, my uh, third favorite film of the year. Uh, and I think a better action sequel uh, than The Raid, but for totally different reasons. The Raid is a great sequel. It's like yeah. The Raid is a great sequel. If there's going to be like a trilogy, for me it's up there with a the Godfather trilogy. Like if there's going to be a third Raid, like for me The Raid 2 is that good. But they're the, the completely polar opposites. But Ninja the Ra- 2, Shadow of a Tear, is like the Raid 1. That's what I mean, yeah. the
1: Ninja 1, they tried to put too much plot in it. Yeah. And in the sequel, they went, let's just do an action film. Whereas the Raid 1 was like, it's all action. And in the second one, they're like, let's put a bit of plot in it as well.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, very quickly, I said Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear, The Raid 2 was the best action sequel of the year, right? Think again. The Raid 2 certainly qualifies as the thinking person's action sequel of the year. The Raid 2 allows everyone from knockerheads to academics alike to stroke their collective beards and proclaim it a good movie. Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear, on the other hand, sadly, more often than not, elicits the response, wait, there was a Ninja 1? Or, who's this Scott Atkins fella? Or, is this some dumb movie like those 80s ninja films that I like to derisively laugh at because I'm a bit of an obnoxious twat? Scott Atkins, for those not in the know, is a British martial artist and actor who has been much like the director Isaac Florentine paying his dues in straight to video fare for way longer than is reasonable for the past nine years the pair have produced some of the best action cinema you've probably never seen if you have and I'm preaching to the converted then pat yourself heartily on the back and I'll assume you've seen Ninja 2 or are going to the rest of you go watch this movie now while Ninja 1 much like Gareth Evans and Nico with Miranta Warrior was a director and an actor figuring out a way to go and stumbles only slightly in its balance between old-school, simple story- storytelling and kinetic acrobatic action. Ninja 2's Shadow of a Tear is like the Raid or Tony Jar's Protector before it, an off-the-hook tear through action set-piece after action set-piece in all its breathtaking, high-kicking, balletic splendor, with director and actor working together at the top of their game.
1: And I would agree with everything. Mm-hmm. So, you said uh,
0: in that. I love that. I would, I, for me... And I'm doing this to champion a movie that everyone should have seen who's an action fan, and they didn't. So, for me, Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear gets, like, my action movie of the year, and um, Scott Atkins gets my actor of the year. The Raid 2 probably gets my, like, best... uh, Thinking man's action. Yeah, best, like... I mean, Raid 2 is sort of, like, the best... um, well, we'll go with best foreign language, but like the the two of them together, and that's the way you get around it. It's beautiful. Yeah, but two of them, <laughs> the two of them together, are my action film of the year. Like, if I was to watch two movies right now, it would be the Raid Two followed by Ninja Two. Yes. That would be my two movies right now, and I could sit and watch them anytime, anywhere, uh, as as often as people want me to. The same goes for nonstop could sit and watch that fucking and the equalizer I like all the action movies i have on my list um which are um the equalizer non-stop um edge of tomorrow uh raid 2 and ninja 2 i could sit and watch them all back to back right now
1: and have no yeah problem. yeah okay. i'd stick the page key on it as well yeah for me
0: um but yeah fucking ninja 2 if you haven't fucking seen it you are oh you're missing out you're, You're missing out on some it. of the Such greatest fucking film. action sequences. And I'm not, look, putting it up there with The Protector and The Raid, I'm not exaggerating. That's no exaggeration. It is up there with The Protector, The Raid, District B13, like all those movies that are just fucking action, 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 action.
1: It's so much better than it really. It has any right to be. It's, it's right. the, the martial arts are on a par with The Protector and, you know, films that are, are made you know, in the countries of their origin. And this is an American film, and it's, it's done it right. And the fact that Scott Atkins has not been chosen for the lead in the Raid remake just shows how stupid that is, because so that just shows they've not seen Ninja 2.
0: Oh, yeah, no, if anyone wants to know, like, Gareth Evans, when asked about the Raid remake and when asked about action stars that he liked, Scott Atkins is the first guy he mentions.
1: Yeah, it's. It, and that's know, the they,
0: director of the raid speaking. That's the director of the movie that everyone fucking creams over and loves, and quite rightly so. He says that Scott Atkins is like the action guy next to Eco, obviously. But put it this way at
1: some point, Gareth Evans and Scott Atkins will make a film together.
0: And Ico are wise. Imagine that. Imagine either Eco and Scott teaming up or Eco versus Scott. Either way, the audience wins. It'll probably
1: be the, one of the greatest action for done right. And you know what? Like I said on the raid episode, the scary thing about Gath- Gareth Evans is I don't think he's made his best film yet. Yeah, I think that's still yet to come, and I think it will be fucking so good.
0: I mean, I haven't. I haven't. I love Morantow. I love the raid, and I love the raid too. I mean. For those being your first three movies or whatever, that's an insanely good, an insanely good track record. I mean, they're yeah. just, I can't think of a better one. I mean, that's, that's insanely good. Oh, wait, um,
1: ball? Uh, <laughs> he had a good
0: one. No, I mean, because even like John Carpenter, he's like, he has a run of it in the 80s, but it's not his first three movies, you know? No, he's um, not. So, that's fucking incredible. So, yeah, check out Ninja 2, definitely. Check out The Raid 2. Like, I can't sing the praises of those two movies in 2014 higher in terms of action. Yeah. Um, The Equalizer we had in September. Another fucking phenomenal movie. And quite a surprise as well. The the Equalizer was the biggest surprise because I
1: wasn't going to see it. I was thinking I might watch it when it comes out on... Uh, Blu-ray. Uh, my uncle said to me, "The Equalizer is quite good. Do you want to go and see that?" And I was like, mm, "Should I go and see it?" Then that day, you also messaged me and said, "You've got to go and see The Equalizer." So I, I went that evening, and it's so fucking good. Right? It Isn't it is good? So good. Uh, forget your preconceived notions that it's a remake of the TV series. It's just got. The yeah, same that's, name.
0: That's the only bad thing about it is that they called it The Equalizer. That's the but only that's bad just, thing it about it. On seats. Yeah, it's, right. it's, they
1: had the name The Equalizer. It's a cool title. So they put it on. Denzel Washington is fucking brilliant in it. Um, it's just such a good film. It's such a good film. Uh, what so I liked I,
0: about it was I loved the way it built up. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what happened was I was sat in the. Th- theatre and I was like watching it and I was like okay I've got to get into the rhythm of this and I've got to get into the rhythm of it quickly or I'm not going to enjoy it. So I like dialed my brain back and like got into a far more kind of relaxed slow almost European pace mm. in terms of movie making
1: Smoked a jeton.
0: I did I sat back I wanked off someone sitting next to me um, <laughs> Christensen. Yeah uh, I I, uh, pursed my lips I rubbed my stomach with semen from a young French boy Uh, no I (laughs) but no I was watching it and I was like okay cool and it was sort of like you know they talk about like the action monk or the samurai or you know they have all this like stuff to me in other movies where they labour the point they're always like he is walking the path of the samurai and blah 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 I'm always like ugh get on with it in this movie he is walking the path of the Sabbath. Like he is, but it's all done in just Denzel's acting. No one comes over and is like, "He is the greatest thing ever." But look at him being all detached and whatever. It never happens in the movie. He's just, he's just got this like world weariness about him. It's, it's, it's not and it's got so this.
1: Good. Yeah, he's not got this air of arrogance about him. It's no, just, he's I'm, a
0: genuinely lovely guy. I mean, look at the way he's trying to train the guy at work to like lose weight and become. It's, it's a... Just, it's just I'm
1: doing what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, know, the the difference is, right, if you were doing all that shit that he does in it, you know, he gets the wedding ring back for that woman. Uh Uh-huh. It's like a family heirloom, isn't it? Yeah. If that was me, he just puts it in the till.
0: Yeah. If
1: that was me, I'd go in swing my dick into work going...
0: Look what I did. got ering earring back. In fact, the only thing that bothered me is that we didn't get to see him kick the shit out of those guys. Like, I know it wouldn't have been much of a fight because they were just, like, a <laughs> couple of kids, but I would have loved to have seen him kick the shit out of them. Which—that's well, not, not so much you want to see him
1: kick the shit out of them. You want to see him do the speech to them. Yeah, 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 Cause, definitely. Because Denzel Washington can deliver a great oh, speech.
0: fuck yes. I mean, I need to see this again and quickly because it... I remember it in the th- I remember coming out of the cinema going fuck yes, like especially after that like um, Home Depot ending, yeah I know it's not Home Depot but you know like the, that it's meant to be. Um, I mean, I who are, like Lowe's and Home Depot, which are the two big uh, uh, um, warehouse uh, DIY stores in the US. Um, the 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 fact that they like the fact that they didn't get in on this movie. Idiots, fucking idiots! Because it's the best. Like I thought, oh, really? They're going to have this ending, and then it just went. It's like Rambo esque the ending, but set in a DIY shop. Like that's what's awesome about it. He's like setting up little fucking booby traps and. That's,
1: you know what? You know, what I liked, loved, loved about the film. And this is kind of a spoiler, so if if you've not seen it, just skip over the, like, the next minute. What I loved about it was. What you get in one of these films is everybody knows he's so good and they're bringing somebody who's an even bigger badass Yeah. and it's sort of like, oh, he's going to have to watch his back now. But he doesn't because no. he's so fucking good. He just starts taking everybody out. Nobody, yeah. no, he's, he really is untouchable in it.
0: There's, and, and having the fucking sprinklers come on so that it's in the rain, essentially, was just genius. Yeah. I just fucking loved it. Because you get that slow motion of him coming around the corner. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, more, more, more. It was
1: great. Yeah. It, 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 it could have been really boring, the fact that nobody can really touch him. But you're just like, no, no, Denzel's my boy.
0: Yeah, awesome. And I want to
1: see, see him kick the shit out of everybody. Yeah, I, I, I hope they do I, a sequel. I don't oh, think they will. I just about to say the same I thing. I sequel. hope there is a sequel. I hope it's quick. Did it make money? Um,
0: Let's go to box office mood, Oh, fuck yeah, it did. Fuck yeah, it did. Budget, 55 mil, worldwide gross, 191 million.
1: So, and that's not even with the... Uh, domestic Blue was
0: White. domestic was 100 mil, dude.
1: Oh, so, yeah, this is going to be a sequel then.
0: Yeah. Fucking, Excellent. it's one of the few movies, believe it or not, that domestically did better than it did worldwide. Mostly, like, with stuff like The Expendables, it does shit in the US, and then it does, like, 200 million worldwide. This did 100 mil in, in the US and 90 mil in... Oh, it's um, already
1: it's already been announced. Oh it has? The sequel? It's, it looks like it, yeah. Fuck it yes in, in development.
0: Nice. Now they better do do because like this is this to me is like what was the sleeper hit of this year. Because no one fucking expected anything from this movie, I'm pretty sure. And it is the sleeper hit of this year, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Really enjoyed that movie. Okay, so and in fact it appears on number seven of my top twelve movies of 2004. Fourteen. Uh, all right. Next up, not much in the month of October for action, except we had Fury and John Wick. I haven't seen Fury. I
1: want to see John. Uh, I want to see John Wick, but I've not seen Fury yet. I will want. To, I will see that. David Ayer
0: second direct screenplay that he did this year. That's crazy because yeah, he yeah, did, did Sabotage as well, right? He did. Yeah, I do like David Ayer. I do like David Ayer. I'm as I said, I'm not a fan, so I didn't rush to see. Brad Pitt and Sheila Booth. Um, no, that's the, Mo back for it. Moe gives it a great fucking review, so...
1: Yeah, and uh, if we know anything about Mo, he,
0: he's, he's a good. pervert. He knows shit.
1: <laughs> he does, he it's does.
0: probably is. a bit where Sheila Booth wipes his cock on the tank or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, he fucking hates Sheila Booth as much as we do, but he sort of says he's not bad in it. So, if you know, if it's good enough for Mo, it's good enough for me, and I'm going to see that shit when it comes out.
0: Now, John Wick fucking awesome movie. This is going to be a problem for pirates. Uh, like, for, for pirating. I mean. <laughs> Arr. Arr. John Wick's going to be a problem for pirating because um, it came out in October uh, here. It actually ran through... It's its opening was in October, but it ran through well into November. I didn't see it till quite late. It was like... I, I, was, I think it was on its last week or second to last week when I saw it. Mm. But it ran for well over a month. Um, and, but it's not out in the UK till when? April the 10th. Fucking April. That is going to get so many illegal downloads, it's ridiculous. And that, like, I am not a fan of pirating movies. I'm really fucking not. I love, love, love going to the cinema. I absolutely love going to the cinema to see movies. I still think it's the only fucking way to see a decent fucking movie. Now, if it's a drama it's, or a little you know, indie movie in a or whatever. It's isn't it? Whatever. But if it's a fucking action movie like John Wick, I don't care how good your fucking TV is. You you go see it in the theater. But don't make people wait fucking five months to see it. That that oh stupid, 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 stupid. That's going to get pirated, or people are going to buy it in Blu Ray from Asia or America or Europe it, or somewhere. It's,
1: it's, it's out. It's out February in America. France releasing it on in March. So I'll I'll see it March. And you'll I, you know you'll love
0: it. I tell you what, you will fucking love it. You will and, fucking love it. And,
1: see, not everybody's... You know, I will I will. I'll most likely see it before. I'll probably get the Blu-ray, and I'll probably go and see it at the cinema, because I think I'll need to see it at the cinema just to say, fuck yeah, I've seen John Wick at the cinema. Not everybody's going to do that. A lot of people will just go, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just watch it, Then I'll just download it.
0: For me, it was between this and The Equaliser in terms of like, Lone Man with a gun movie, like, what I was going to put in my top 12, like, um uh it was between this and The Equalizer. I went for The Equalizer because it was more of a surprise. Like, I was more enthralled yeah, by The Equalizer. Yeah. And I find Denzel more of a charismatic screen pre- Like, I just... I just got into The Equalizer more. But... I know everyone says, like, John Wick is about a guy avenging the death of his dog. It is... And it is so much fucking more than that. And they do that particular thing so fucking well. There's hardly any build-up, right? There's yeah. hardly any build-up. But the build-up that there is, is exactly the perfect amount. It's all you fucking need. And there's maybe only one other scene of dialogue in the whole movie. The rest is all just fucking action.
1: Excellent. and you see what's the problem with my After I saw the trailer, I think... I think I posted it on uh, Facebook, on our group. I think I sent you the trend. I was like, that looks so fucking good. So the fact that I, that that must have been about September. Yeah. The fact, fucking fact I've had to wait now
0: for so long to see it is awful. Just, dude, seriously, they should release everything worldwide, same fucking time. The companies, I understand there are different territories and blah, 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 blah. But the companies should fucking figure it out and talk to each other, and release at the same time. And I would even go as far as to say, fuck it. Release it on demand, uh, DVD, Blu-ray, and in the theatre all at the same time. Because I tell you what, if you did that, if I went and liked a movie in the cinema, and I could walk to Best Buy right after the movie yeah, and go buy say. it, I'd go fucking buy it. So it- I don't understand why they wait. They wouldn't make any less money. Like I d- I They probably understand. make more money. They probably would make more money. It, like, that's the thing, they would probably make more money.
1: Because let's be honest, sometimes you go and see a film at the cinema and you come out so pumped, because you've had, like, a good time at the cinema watching a film, you come out and you go, that's really good. And, you know, after a while you probably think about it and go, you yeah, know, it was actually, it was just all right, so I probably won't buy it. But if you're on that high, walking out of the cinema, and then, go, you know, you walk past the Best Buy and go, fuck it, I'll just go in and buy it.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I tell you what, because there was a few movies... You wake up in
1: the morning and oh my God, I bought a brony film.
0: There, yeah. Is, <laughs> I bought a movie with Dame Maggie Smith in it. Uh, um, th- no, th- there were movies this year that I Joe came Wick. out of. Uh, <laughs> right, Auntie Joe Wick. Oh, hello, dearie, coming. Um, yeah, either that or it's a gay porn movie. Um... <laughs> about candle sex or something but no um, <laughs> watch it I would watch it yeah. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but I tell you what there were movies like Birdman I would have come out I know it's not like an action movie but I would have come out of Birdman and bought that straight away Equalizer would have come out of that bought it straight away there's so many I would have just bought straight away yeah yeah.
1: most of the ones you mentioned I think yeah. I've done that yeah. I think I have
0: um, there's not many others. What have we got? We've got The Hobbit. I mean, I don't give a fuck about that, but you like it. What else do we have? Um, nothing really left in the year. No, I don't think there
1: is. There was that, uh, the, yeah, there's been ones that have been released straight to DVD or whatever, but that, they're not on the list. Um, I can't really think of them off the top of my head. We've already mentioned The Prince. I've watched that. That's not a bad film at all. Um... There's been, some, there's been some damn good films this uh, last year. Um, I don't
0: think it was a stellar year, but no, I think it was, it it wasn't was the okay. best year, but I mean... Not I, enough Statham. It,
1: no, that's the, that's the, that's the problem with this year. Last year, for fuck's
0: sake. 2015. Um, Because, I mean, you think about the previous years, you know, we had fucking Escape Plan and Homefront and The Last Stand and Bullet to the Head. The year that we had
1: The Expendables 2 and The Raid in the same year was just a a year where we ran out of spunk. (laughs) (laughs) It was such a good By, like,
0: the fourth month of the year, I'm just shooting puffs of chalk. Yeah. Out of my cock, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and this year but there's not been some there's been some good films there's you know definitely been some good films
0: so i quickly run down what's on facebook and then i'm sorry chief i have to wrap this up no uh, that's all right it's uh, Cool. denzel washington the equalizer best action star that's for my friend jamela chase uh yes uh i would definitely put him up there uh, i'm gonna go scott atkins um eco wise and then denzel washington and then liam neeson that's going to be my top four action stars of the year what about you sir Uh, Denzel, Scott Atkins, Iku as
1: Frank Grillo in in The Captain America and The Anarchy. Nice.
0: Uh, Jason Ritter says John Wick for best action film. Oh, I'd love to agree. (laughs) We'd love to be able to watch it. Okay, uh, then Jamila, because she's a big fan of The Hobbit, she says best stunts The Hobbit. I think she means part two. I said cartoons don't count. Uh, I don't get it, it's a a spectacle, but let's be honest, it's... it's And she actually agreed, she She said halfway through the movie, it does look like a cartoon. Um, Then she says Benedict Cumberbatch should win all awards, and I went, no, he shouldn't. (laughs) Well, it
1: depends, freakiest looking cock in cinema, (laughs) yes, absolutely.
0: But no, so uh, she says, best performance by a cast, the cast The Hobbit, and best action film of 2014. The Hobbit. Um, Listen, the problem with Cumberbatch is he fucked himself
1: completely with me by taking the role of Khan. Yeah. it's unforgivable.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely unforgivable. I'm like a
1: fucking elephant. I've got a big nose and big ears and I don't forget.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Payne is watching Christopher Walken in McBain at the moment. Yeah, that's right. He's watching me and McBain. <laughs> Uh my favorite bit of McBain is when he turns round to um uh, Ironside and goes, You sit here like an old man with your back to the ocean. It's great, I love it. Um such a good movie. Uh okay, so here we go. Quick rundown, quick rundown. Uh Peter Peter Pedro Osmond says, Biggest surprise and biggest letdown. Well, I think we've covered that, but biggest surprise equalizer. Biggest letdown, Expendables 3. Yours, Doc? Uh, that, I could actually probably agree with that. Okay. Uh, Peter also then asks, he says his biggest surprise was The Guest, and his biggest letdown was Three Days to Kill. You see, I don't know that Three Days to Kill can be a letdown if it's by McGee and it's actually half-watchable. <laughs>
1: No, I'd call that more of a miracle.
0: Yeah, it's more of a fucking miracle. But okay, it's their own. Uh, He also said, I've been very vocal about my praise for Snowpiercer. Now, we didn't really mention Snowpiercer because it wasn't on that list for whatever reason. Um, It may have been one of those that just, like, came out. it's it's
1: not been properly released. Anyway. Another another film. I've got got the Blu-ray from France. Right. Um, But it didn't get a proper release in America, I don't think. It's certainly not got a release here in the UK. No. Why the fuck not? It's got so much praise. It's got some good action in it. It's a comic book movie. It's got the lead actor from Marvel, Chris Evans, in it. Yeah. What? Why is that taking so long to fucking get out?
0: Don't know. Don't know. But I agree with you. I do agree. Um, but, yeah, Snowpiercer was good. I... I didn't go nuts over it like everyone else did. I think it's a really good sci-fi film. I'm not sure how good an action movie it is. No, who's the the woman in it?
1: Um, Tilda Swinton. She's great in it.
0: Yeah, no, look, the performances are great, the script is great, it's an interesting idea, but I wouldn't call it an action movie. Like, someone said, oh, it's the raid on a train. I'm like, it's not. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I was expecting action. Uh, I enjoyed it. I've got to watch it again. But it, it is a good film, but uh, no, I'd say it's more like a sci-fi, comic book, thriller, you know, with action in it. The yeah. action's good in it,
0: but there's, it's not like, apparently, John Wick. Uh, Peter then <laughs> asks, who do you think is the best action director working in Hollywood at the moment? For my money, it would be Antoine Fuqua. I mean, Gareth Evans, he's not working in Hollywood yet, but Gareth Evans... Uh, worldwide cinema is probably Gareth Evans. Antoine Fuca
1: is 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 a is a good call. He's, he's had a really good run. I do like his films. Yeah. Um training day I really liked. Equalizer I really liked. Olympus has fallen was really good as well.
0: Yeah, okay. No, I mean if if we're talking straight Hollywood, I mean just on the back of Equalizer and Olympus has fallen I'd go for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a damn good uh, action director. Because
0: um, Olympus has fallen, uh, you know, and I don't even like Gerard Butler. But, yeah. Um, I think that's great. I can't wait for the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, hope they impale Boris Johnson on a. Nobody
1: said spike. Ma- uh, Michael Bay. Which, no, no, but well which, No, you wouldn't. Which, uh, which
0: <laughs> There's a... only one Michael who could direct action, and that was me, and I'm dead.
1: Well, uh, I keep forgetting his name. Isaac Florentine is another good action director. Yes, uh, I would.
0: I would probably say Isaac Florentine and Antoine Fuqua. If we're talking just Hollywood, Gareth Evans for the world.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. He's a. Do you mean for the world presidency? Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. Go <laughs> I'd go for that. I'd go for that.
0: Uh, Eric Foster says, best use of home and garden tools as weapons, not to mention the best use of a home and garden store as a final showdown area. Uh, Denzel, Washington, The Equalizer. Uh, most underappreciated action film, Edge of Tomorrow. Not by us, Eric. We loved it. Um, best foreign language action film. Come on, do I need to say it? The Raid. And then he says, are you taking worst nominees as well? I said yes, but he did he come back? Oh, yeah, he did. Poorest attempt to become the next Liam Neeson, Pierce Brosnan in The November Man. Well, I haven't seen it, but it would have to be between him and Kevin Costner, who both tried to do a Liam Neeson this year. And um, uh, Three Days to a Kill, pretty good. I'd have to see The November Man to, to find out.
1: Yeah, I, I remember, I think, Matt Payne said that he, he saw it and thought it was all right.
0: Yeah, uh, movie that contained more F-bombs than actual real dialogue, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Sabotage. That's a fucking joke. Um, and then Jason Ritter says best action film John Wick question mark and I said Jason are you asking us or telling us and he said asking
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You give us your opinions, Jason. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah and he's not
1: wrong. It's not, if that's what you think it is, that's yeah. great. My no, only no. problem with it is you've
0: seen it and I've not. Yeah, he's not seen it. But I think that's that's it. Who do we have any other comments? Um I don't think so, right? No, I don't think we have, no. But thank you for everybody who has commented It's greatly
1: appreciated.
0: Um, yes, I agree. And uh, never read Total Film again because they seem to think that Dwayne Johnson is better than Arnie. Yeah. Yeah. no, true. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, Okay, so you're seeing uh, Taken 3 on the weekend. I'm seeing Taken Taken 3 3 tonight. And we are doing a commentary next week. So the next episode you hear uh, after this one, uh, we will talk about Taken 3. Um, but thank you for doing this rundown of 2014, sir. I've had a pleasure. I hope uh, we've um, uh, pushed some people towards watching more action, as always.
1: Yes, I hope so, too. Uh, next time we talk, hopefully we'll do a few more dick jokes and uh, well, sluggy
0: flitterish gags. True. This was, this was a different type of show, but that's fine. It's all right to break it up occasionally. I I enjoy breaking it up occasionally. Fuck me. Bruce Lee just followed me on Twitter. It's just was, followed me as well. I thought he was dead. And apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently
1: he's living as a monk in Skegness. And he just followed me. Yeah, he just followed me as well. Gosh. Mostly quotes from the legendary action film,
0: well... Action film star, martial arts instructor and founder of Jeet Kune Do. And they've got more followers in the following. Yeah, look at
1: that right there. Perfect. Showing off is the fool's idea of
0: glory. Um, Here at Bloody Long Last is the start of my list for the best, worst, and downright what the fuck were they thinking list of 2014. Who's um, this? Um, James Peter Cox. He recommends Sabotage. He says Arnie and his merry men and one woman who all come across crazier than bad guys blast their way through multiple naughty drug dealers in this awesome actioner which a lot of people seem to have tons of problems with. Not me, I fucking loved it. Love the fact the film does not end where a lot of movies would and actually switches gears, turning into a western of sorts in the closing moments. Finishing with our anti-hero, getting some form of redemption at the end. No easy answers to this one, which is, to me, at least what made this Arnie action a pretty damn special. Recommended. Ooh. That was from James Peter Cox. Yeah. Yes. So there we go. Uh, that's two votes for sabotage. Then uh, on this show, yeah. So that was great, fantastic. 2014. Um, what were your top ones, dude? What were, did you? I don't know if you got to say those, did you or not?
1: What my favourite films or favourite action films?
0: Favourite action film and favourite action star. Uh,
1: favourite action film. I don't know. Uh, favorite action star? I'm gonna go with. The more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking that Equalizer is one of my favorite films of the year. So I might have to just go with Equalizer
0: because okay.
1: I did enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some good ones.
0: There's I'm gonna some... I'm gonna tell Scott Atkins that he won our action star of the year. But I met Scott Atkins this year, so it's Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins. All right, chief. Well, I've got to head out, but uh, all the best, sir. And I will talk to you after. Talk to you next week. Enjoy taking three. And I shall speak to you
1: probably tomorrow on Facebook, anyway.
0: All right, man. Take care.